I'm most proud of making those mistakes to learn from them, to not do them again, because I've realized whether it moves me further away from my goal or closer to it, if it's taking me further away, then at least I tried. And I didn't like wonder what would happen if. Amanda Bible is a motivational speaker, podcast host, and the founder of Inner Beauty Bible a life coach certification program designed to help women pursue their true calling. After spending half a decade searching for fulfillment in the corporate world, Amanda realized that she had lost her sense of purpose. Now, while searching for her purpose, she found NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming and turned it into an empire. Through her flagship course, the Inner Beauty Bible Life Coaching Certification Program, she certifies high-achieving, driven people who are ready to claim their next level and identify as a true influencer, leader, and masterful coach. Coming up, the moment that changed Amanda's life forever. What Amanda wishes she knew about entrepreneurship. You'll hear her secrets to her marketing strategy, And finally, the number one growth tactic for your business. This is the Entreprenista Podcast presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters. No limits. And plenty of surprises. Amanda, so excited to finally sit down with you. Many weeks or years in the making for this episode. (laughs) I know. I actually was just sharing on my Instagram story that we've probably rescheduled like three or four times since the beginning of 2023. You know, things, life happens, things happen, and Mm. you got to do what you got to do. And here we are. It's finally happening. We've manifested this moment. (laughs) It's, It's all coming at the right time. So I'm so glad you're here to share your story today. It is so inspiring. And I know a lot of what you have accomplished over the past decade and beyond, but your journey didn't start out as sunshine and roses and a beautiful website and business helping all of these women. You started really, I mean, actually, I'm going to, you tell me your story. Tell us your story. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) to infinity and beyond, right? (laughs) Yeah. um, So no, I did not start out with a, you know, very successful business. In fact, I started life, I was born into this world with um, a life-threatening illness, which I spent my early childhood and adolescence on heavy medications and went through a lot of trauma associated to like medical care early on in my life, which... I think is the was the catalyst for a lot of the negative cycles that started to happen and addictions that I dealt with. I was bulimic from the age of 14 to 24. I developed a pretty gnarly drug addiction through the end of high school into college and after that as well. And I just remember at the very end of like my my 
dark journey, like staring at myself in the mirror thinking like, how the heck did I end up here? Because as a kid, and I think about like my two children, um, Julian and Cameron, like they're innocent and pure and really just like strive to be the best that they can be. And like as a child for myself, I never dreamt of being a drug addict or, of course, like I never dreamt of that. I dreamt of things like being an astronaut or a dolphin trainer or, you know, the queen of the universe or something like really, really freaking cool. And at the very end of my journey, I felt locked in my own personal hell. It was a long time coming and I feel like I had hit multiple multiple bottoms. And then finally, at the end of the middle of 2013, I hit like my own personal rock bottom, spiritual bottom, where I was staring at myself in the mirror with like the mascara streaming down my face, thinking like, how am I ever going to get through this? I was experiencing so much pain and hurt and self-loathing. Like, I just didn't want to go on anymore. You know, how did you get through it? I didn't really at that moment. I had an intentional overdose in that moment and I ended up in the ICU on life support for a couple of days. And coming out of that, I woke up and I was I was pissed. I was pissed that I woke up because I was like, I can't even freaking do this right. You know, I was like this years of cycles of just all of the things that you don't want to be experiencing, just put it that way. And finally, I remember sitting there with my dad in the room and he told me, you are meant for so much more. You have a very powerful story to tell because nobody in their right mind should have been able to survive what you did. And I think that was like the start of my spiritual awakening. And those words I still carry with me because my dad is now passed. But Mm -hmm. I remember what he said, like, you are meant for so much more. And I had to keep reminding myself, even in the early stages of like entrepreneurship too, like I spent the better half of a decade um, searching for fulfillment in the corporate world after I got clean and the fulfillment never came, Mm -hmm. you know. So getting through it, um, just keeping my eye on the vision of I'm meant for so much more, not knowing what that meant, but just keep moving forward, kept moving forward into just knowing that I deserve more and I deserve to feel happy and joyful and content. And that just kept evolving day after day, week after week. And then eventually after years of trying to start businesses and them failing, I decided to finally look within. Mm -hmm. And once I decided to look within and do the inner work and redefine what success meant and redefine what love and excellence and money and happiness meant to me and not by society standards, that's when the vision became more clear. And that's when the coaching business started to take off. Thank you for sharing that, Amanda. And I think it's just so helpful to hear so many of us go through really hard and traumatic times in our lives. And in those moments, they can feel paralyzing of how do we go on? How do we get through Mm -hmm. these really hard times? And I love how you shared, you know, you had this, you created this mantra in your mind from what your dad shared with you. You were meant through something more that when you continue to go through hard times or not finding exactly what you were meant for, you still kept going because you had this vision and mantra and something to, to keep you going. When you mentioned, you know, you started to do that inner work. I hear a lot of people talk about inner work. I did inner work. Like what does inner work look like? And how do you know what inner work is? Do you work with someone to do the inner work? Like, what does that actually mean? 
You know, that's actually a really great question because the inner work for me meant really just understanding what it was that I wanted, not what I didn't want, you know? And I think for so long I was operating under this like mentality of I didn't want to feel stressed out. I didn't want to feel pissed off. I didn't want to feel depressed anymore. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't good enough. I didn't want to feel angry or pissed off or victimized or all of these things. But those are the cycles that kept perpetuating in my life. Those are the patterns that just kept repeating over and over and over again. And I couldn't understand how to break free from them. And that was because I had never really identified or asked myself the question, what it was that I really wanted or what it was that I wanted to feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I just didn't have that that word or that end result to put into the GPS so I can go to where I wanted to go instead of move away from where I didn't want to be. Right. That makes sense. No, that makes so much sense because you're, you're trying to solve for all the things that you don't want to experience. But if you don't speak out loud to yourself or the universe, what you do want, you can't get things if you don't have a path to go, go forward and and to get them. Like you don't know where you want to go. How are you going to even move, move one foot in front of the other in order to get there? So it was probably about eight years into my corporate job, because I started my corporate journey. Well, I started a desk job making $12 an hour in 2013 after after I got out of rehab. And I ended up like reimagining myself on a resume. And I ended up landing an executive assistant role in an energy company that was local to my town. And then I reimagined myself on a resume again. And I just kept climbing the corporate ladder thinking that, all of the money and the title promotions were going to be the things that filled my cup Mm -hmm. when in fact it really wasn't. It wasn't filling my cup at all. I thought like all the money that I can make and it was going to just be, everything was going to just magically get better. But it wasn't until I would say like 2018, 2019, where I had this meltdown of like all meltdowns. And I ended up looking into Instagram naturally and stalking out people online to think about, you know, how do I feel better about myself? And I think that was pretty much like my Google search. Like, how do I fix my mindset or how do I feel better about myself? And I ended up falling into a personal development program that asked me the questions that I had never thought to ask myself which then gave me answers that I've never had before, which then gave me opportunity and choices that I've never thought of before. Mm. And then I started to set goals and actually achieve them for the first time in my entire life. And in early 2019, I started the coaching business because I went through this personal development transformation. I was like, if someone like me, who literally hated who they were every single time they looked in the mirror, I was like this self-loathing, self-deprecating, pinching, like every little bit of body fat, like, you know, coming from a, a background of addiction. Like if I can achieve a goal, then anybody can achieve a goal, you know, and it doesn't matter what your story is. I know we all have stories, right? But you can probably relate to the pain and just know that like, even though you've hit a rock bottom or if you're in a rock bottom right now, like there's still light at the end of the tunnel. And as long as you give yourself the chance, then it is absolutely possible for you (laughs) to. Thank you again for, for sharing that all of this is so helpful and insightful because I do feel like And especially with entrepreneurs who are a lot of times they're starting businesses because 
we've been in the corporate world. We don't like mm-hmm. the corporate world. And it's like, how yeah. can we create something and work for ourselves and build something to have this purpose? But a lot of times we don't know where to start, how to do this yeah. inner work, you know, how to build for the future and having this whole process and plan that you now help people figure out and put together is something that's so incredible. And for you to have been through it and then seen like, wow, this works. Like I want to give this gift to other people and mm-hmm. build a business around it. It's you were meant for it. You were meant for something more, right? Thank you. Yes. And I feel like I look around and it's like, here's the something more now, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and it's definitely taken on much more meaning, like as, like, as I start my family and really step into like the mom role and the wife role and just like totally embodied and I think quote unquote life beyond your wildest dreams, you know, and like entrepreneurship is just like an extra added bonus to like make all of that even more amazing. <laughs> What has surprised you the most about running your own business? <laughs> that it's really not rainbows and butterflies every single day. And while, you know, I left my corporate job to move away from like feeling burnt out, that I actually had to work in the beginning. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, we don't we don't operate off of just like an hour a week work week because I feel like there's like a myth or something online where some entrepreneurs like paint this picture of like one hour work weeks and this is what it's like. But it's because they spent years working towards Mm -hmm. that. And the last few years, it's been like it's been work like but awesome, fulfilling work, Mm -hmm. like things that I'm excited for because it's mine. And on the flip side, like after having done the 50 hour, 60 hour work week to create the business. Now I can sit back and like take months off if I wanted to, you know, and, you know, now it's like maybe two, three hours, like of actual, like physical work, like typing on the computer a week, which is pretty freaking cool because I also didn't really believe that either. Yeah. I mean, it's years in the making and Mm -hmm. building your, your brand and getting all of your systems in place to be able to scale and get to that place where you are right now. What are some of the mistakes that you made, especially in the early days when you were first starting the business? Everything under the sun. (laughs) What mistakes didn't I make? And I think the biggest mistake for me was thinking that I wasn't allowed to make any. Mm. <laughs> and the biggest, mis- another big mistake was like thinking that it wasn't okay to fail <laughs> because failure isn't actually failure. It's learning and information gathering. I've fallen and failed so many times. I've had many failed launches. I've hired people before I was ready. I've bought the followers on Instagram, got shadow banned. You know, the whole thing where I think like the Instagram following is like the most important thing. What else? What other big mistakes have I made? I think the list just really goes on and on and on. And I'm most proud of making those mistakes to learn from them, Mm -hmm. to not do them again, because I've realized whether it moves me further away from my goal or closer to it, if it's taking me further away, then at least I tried. And I didn't like wonder what would happen if. Talk to me about the launch model and when launches failed, what you learned from them and what you've now done going forward based on these learning lessons. Yeah. So my launch model right now, I'm actually in the middle of a launch, which is super exciting. We do like a live event launch. So I'll always do a three-day challenge. And leading up to the challenge, we do a four to five part email sequence. Depending on the open rates, we'll send out like an extra like in there to 
you know, get more people in. So we do the live challenge, which then launches into the NLP certification, the multi-modality certification, which is neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom techniques, time techniques, hypnosis, life and success coaching, and mindset coaching. And then rinse and repeat. And then we do it again. So it's, we always do the emails, live launch, email launch about the sparkle system, you know, happening. And then again at the end of the month. And then again in like two months from then. And then it's just a rinse and repeat process now. I've always done the live launch model. Mm -hmm. And it's always worked for me. I love teaching live. The model that didn't work for me was Evergreen behind the scenes where we recorded the live launch and then ran ads to it. Mm -hmm. Didn't, Didn't work out as well as I had assumed it would. We spent a lot of money on ads. And I mean, while we made the money back in ads, it wasn't as, you know, successful. Profitable, as yeah. yeah, profitable. In terms of growing your email list and attracting the right type of people who would be interested in your in your services, what has worked for you in terms of, you know, email acquisition, social media, follower acquisition to get to your target audience? I am a huge fan of collaborations. So I am... under the idea of collaboration over competition. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of giveaways. I do a lot of collabs with other people where we do IG lives or podcasts, things like that, where we'll share emails of people who enroll in a program or a free program or who enter a giveaway. So whenever I do giveaways, we'll do extra bonus entry for adding in your email. And I've been super intentional about the people I do giveaways with, where it's a lot of specifically women. I work with mostly women within the same sort of demographic, but not a lot of niche crossover, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I'll be the person who represents the NLP certification, life coaching certification. And then I'll work with someone who does branding and then someone else who does like specifically business coaching or, you know, tech stuff or email stuff. And there's usually about like five to 10 of us will get together as far as like a giveaway would go. And then we collect emails and like in a, in a legal way. And we let them know that the email is going to be shared with everybody. So that's one way that I do a lot of lead gen. And then Additionally, like through ad spend, we do like a lot of email collection there as well. If you had a very limited marketing budget and you could really Mm -hmm. only invest in one area of marketing in your business, where would you spend all your money right now? All of my money on one area. I think the the most beneficial part has been like affiliate marketing and collaborations. Mm -hmm. So putting money into a giveaway or putting money into some sort of collaboration with other people. For sure. You have my wheel spinning. So we'll definitely chat after this because I have some ideas of ways that, that we, we can partner together. And that's why recording these episodes is so fun because all these new collaborations and ideas always happen when we record these episodes. Yeah, but so, you know, like, yeah. but the best part. So I just have to share really yeah. quick on like the giveaway model because that has been 
so powerful for me. So we'll do the giveaway and take notes if you're listening because this works literally every time. So everyone who enters in the giveaway, and it's always a product or course giveaway, it's never money because anyone can enter for money. But if they're entering for a course or if they're entering for a product, they are interested in winning your product, which means they are interested in your product, whether it's a service, whether it's a course, whether it's a workshop, whatever, okay? So if they're entering, they want it. Now, if they don't win, what I do is send them a personal email or a personal message offering them a reduced enrollment or a bonus for thanking them for entering the giveaway. And here's, you know, a flash 48-hour offer for them to get into the product or get into the program for a reduced rate or with an added bonus. And it's a great way for like a cash injection and also to get more people inside of the program. Such a great tip. Hot tip right there. Thank you, Amanda. Up next, get ready to hear all about Amanda's favorite business tools that she cannot live without. Tell me other tech tools, business solutions that you're using right now that you have tested that you're like, these are working in my business right now and people that are running online businesses or coaching, consulting should look into. Honestly, I'm like super bootstrapped. I use Thrivecart and I use Kajabi. Like those are the two things that I, I use. I love. I've been using them for years. Currently exploring the potential to move our courses over to Thrivecart. However, Thrivecart doesn't at the moment house an email list. So that's what I'm keeping everything in Kajabi at the moment. I was like, I had every kind of system, like 500 different ones running. And then I realized if I moved everything to Kajabi, it was a lot less money because I have a very big email list. So we use Kajabi for mostly everything, Mm -hmm. but thinking about moving the courses over to Thrivecart now. Interesting. No, thank you for, for sharing that. Any tools or things you've tried in your business that you're like, doesn't work for my business. People should, uh, not focus on using these tools. (laughs) I mean, the things that I don't like using is just like having way too many of like things happening behind the scenes. So Facebook is good. I think I'm going to be moving over to Circle. Other than that, I I mean, I didn't like Member Vault. Not going to use that again. ConvertKit was very expensive. So again, we moved our list over to Kajabi. I'll tell you with Circle, Circle, you can have your courses on Circle now. Can you? Yes. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we use Circle because Entrepreneurs League, we're, we're on Circle. But yeah, Circle's amazing. And you can have all your courses in Circle now. Yeah, they launched it and they'll help you move everything over. I'll connect you with our team there. They're yeah, amazing. Yeah, because I've been exploring that because I also just launched a $99 life coach certification that's accredited by the ICF. I, $99 a month life coach certification that is accredited by the ICF. And I wanted to create like a community around it. So because we don't have a Facebook group for it yet. So that is actually a genius idea. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll connect you with our, our team at Circle. They're amazing. And you know, the Circle platform is just awesome for, for yeah, communities. Like yeah, it's we love Facebook fun. too, but for face, we love Facebook and Meta for ads, but for the having a group, having everything in Circle is just so much better. And yeah, now with their yeah. courses, it's awesome. Yeah. I've also been moving towards a lot of in-person stuff too, Mm -hmm. because I have this huge space that we run the retreats out of for the certification. Now we're hosting free workshops, monthly free workshops here in Jersey. So 
That's awesome. Been awesome. I yeah. think everyone's so excited to be back in person in and just person. seeing each other. I was hosting an event last night and it was just like, oh, wow, to just like be with people in person and, and connect. There's definitely, I know hug people. So I'm a hugger. So it's definitely me too. So I'm yeah. like, I do like this little training about like different styles of people and like the proximity, meaning like how close you talk to somebody is like a car, like people like it's certain types of people are just close talkers. And I said, and if you don't know, like what I'm talking about by being a close talker or a hugger, then you're probably the close (laughs) talker or the hugger. And it's me. Like people are always like, back up. I need my personal (laughs) space. But I just love being in person so much. No, me too. Coming up. You'll hear powerful tips on how you can shift your mindset. All right, let's switch gears and talk about mindset. What are some of the key ways that people can really shift their mindset? So if you're in like a really rough spot right now and feeling Mm -hmm. like nothing's working, feeling negative thoughts for everything, like how do you turn it around? Yeah. So, you know, our minds are so freaking powerful. It is wild. Our subconscious is actually your autopilot. It's the driver. It's 99% of like how we operate as a human. And the other less than 1% is our conscious mind, which is technically like our logic, our reasoning, our decision maker. So what happens is we have like approximately 65,000 thoughts per day and 95 to 99% of those thoughts are on repeat on a daily basis if you don't do anything about them. So if you are stuck in this like negative looping cycle or if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm wearing this like neon sign on my head that says like I am the attractor for, you know, people who don't want to pay me and this and that and the other thing, right? It's probably because we haven't brought awareness to the negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that are operating behind the scenes that are essentially driving your reality. So the first step is, what is the thought that's on repeat? I'm not good enough. People don't like me. People are going to judge me. I'm afraid to go live. I'm fearful of what people are going to think. I'm going to fail. What are those thoughts, right? Write it down. Okay. Now that you've written it down, you can take a look at it and be like, hmm, is this thought taking me closer to or further away from the reality that I'm trying to create, the desired outcome, my goal, right? So if your goal is to sign on new clients, yet the thought right before you go on an Instagram story is nobody likes me, our actions and our energy are going to be associated with the nobody likes Mm. me thought. Therefore, we're not going to get closer to more clients, right? So the next step would be thinking about what is the truth of your higher self or what is the thought you would like to be thinking instead that the version of you who have already achieved that is thinking. So for me, everyone likes me. People want to throw their money at me. I magnetize clients from places known and unknown on a regular basis. So then I have the negative thought and then I have the reverse thought. And then I ask myself, what are the actions that I take if I know that that's a done deal? If this is a certainty in my path, what action do I take now? And how is that different from the action I was just about to take? So interesting. And for for someone who is, you know, repeating all of these negative things in their head over and over again, to try to get them to start saying, like turning that negative thought into something positive and saying it 
over and over again, it can feel to that person like unnatural. Like, I don't believe this. Why am I saying it? But I know, like for me, I know personally, like you have to train your mind. You have to yep. say things over and over again. And the more you say them and repeat them out loud, like like you say, you can manifest it. It can become your reality if you say it. But for someone who isn't used to saying these positive things out loud and retraining their brain, like how do you, you know, get into that? Is it working with someone like you to be able to like coach you on how to do it? You can totally do that. You can invest in a coach. You can invest in someone who can really help you with your mindset and your subconscious reprogramming. Or if you, you can also just ask yourself like, the what I want to be feeling instead. Now, some people would come from the idea of like a want is a negative thing or a want is a like being lack or scarce. And I say that's bullshit. I think that a want is actually like your inner your inner whisper, like really just kind of guiding you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. If you want something or if you desire something, like there's a reason for that. So I would ask yourself, just what do I want to be feeling? Okay, because that's actually a truth statement too. All right. So while saying like I am a magnet to everything I desire might feel false, it can be I want to feel like a magnet for everything that I desire, which is actually true. Mm -hmm. So saying that for me feels empowering because it allows me to shift and redirect where my thoughts are going instead of to what I don't want to be feeling or that this thought is untrue. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you work one-on-one with people or is all of your coaching group coaching now? I work with a select few people, just like one one one-on-one client at a time, and I'll do breakthrough sessions. But every student that has graduated from my program, I've trained and they have received their certificates. If someone comes to me wanting to work one-on-one, I'll always refer them to one of my hundreds of students. And they'll like just a week ago, someone reached out for a hypnosis session and I referred her to one of my past students. And I think she charged like $750 for it. So it was just like a referral. I don't take an affiliate or anything like that. So that's amazing. Yeah. Can you share more about what NLP is for those who don't know anything about it? Yeah. So NLP, it's neuro linguistic programming. And the definition of NLP, I think is really subjective. But for me, it's shifting your mind, shifting your perspective so that you can create the reality that you desire. It's how the mind works. And because our mind thinks in pictures, our society is programmed to think in what we don't want, which then still creates the picture of what you don't want, which creates a thought cycle of what we don't want and then the outcome that we don't want. So it's bringing awareness to your thoughts, reframing those thoughts so that you can begin to work with your super attractor device, the reticular activating system in your subconscious mind so that you can work towards becoming the version of yourself that you desire. I love it. Are there certain, I don't know the right words to use, so you're going to have to correct me I or will, share with me. But as entrepreneurs, we want to build our businesses. We want to manifest that our business is going to be successful and make a lot of money. Are there certain like mantras or words or things that we should be speaking out loud into the universe to manifest what we want? I think that's different for every single person what those mantras and what those words are going to be. But I would say as an entrepreneur, I would ask yourself, what is the desired outcome that you want? 
not what you don't want. Okay. So I want to be a magnet to all of my desires. I am a magnet to all of my desires. I love to utilize EFT tapping with my students because I feel like that is a really empowering way because you bring your fingers with you wherever you go. It's a modality that I teach. And also it helps you to reprogram your mind like in the like present moment different mantras. I am a superstar. I am me. And that is my superpower. I can live the life beyond my wildest dreams. I deserve it. I am worthy of it. I I love that. I attract money wherever I go. (laughs) I love it. This is, you're speaking my language. I love all this stuff and speaking all these things into the universe. I love that I am me and that is my superpower. I think that is so powerful to, to share that. That is so the best. On it. I'm looking at a pillow right now and it says no one is you and that is your superpower. And it's actually how I end every single one of my podcast episodes too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we're coming up at the end of our recording here and I know we could sit and chat for hours and we'll, we'll stay on after the recording because and plan our whole partnership because I have some ideas. But my last question for you, Amanda, what does being an entrepreneurista mean to you? <sighs> Just allowing me to break those generational patterns, heal the future generations to come, become my own best friend and show my kids that the life beyond their wildest dreams is possible for them too. It is so true. Everything and anything is absolutely possible. Amanda, where can everyone find you, follow you for those that are interested in going through your programs or courses? What's the best place for everyone to reach out to you? Inner Beauty Bible across all social medias, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I answer all my DMs, innerbeautybible.com and innerbeautybible at (laughs) gmail.com. So everything is just Inner Beauty Bible. Perfect. Well, we will be linking out to everything in the show notes. So you guys head over to the show notes right now and you can click through and find Amanda and go follow her everywhere. Amanda, thank you again for spending the afternoon with me. It was a long time coming to have this recording and share your story. And so proud of everything you've accomplished. It's so amazing. And glad I can call you my my friend and entrepreneurista sister. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. I'm so honored to have this conversation with you today. And thank you so much. Thank you again for being here. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the best business meeting I've ever had. Hey, thanks for listening and leaving us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to stay in touch with each of you. You can listen to all of our latest episodes at entreprenista.com and connect with us on Instagram at entreprenistas. We'd also love to invite you to join the Entreprenista League, our private membership community for trailblazing women. You can head over to entreprenista.com forward slash the league. We'll see you there. Wishing you a productive week ahead. Mm-hmm.